Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Rocker Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Dill, and turning the knobs and researching the guests is my dog, Charlie. Our rocker today is none other than the 2021 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, published author, songwriter, and drummer, Gina Shock of the Go-Go's. And this is her rocker dog. Hello, this is Gina Shock, drummer of the Go-Go's, and Penny, my companion, my darling deer that is beside me all the time, that goes everywhere with me. My little Penny rescue critter. And how, how old is Penny? I am not positive, but I think Penny's about 13, 14, something like that. Um, I, she was, when I first got her, like they said she was seven or eight, but she couldn't have been because that was eight years ago. So um, maybe she's 13, I, 14, I don't know, but she's spry and she's a wild thing. <laughs> Still got a lot of youngster in her. She definitely does. Um, you know, she, she runs around like a crazy animal. And she wants to go everywhere. She not, doesn't like sitting around. She always wants to be in on the action. Uh, sounds like a very outgoing personality. Is she, you know, does she like other dogs? Does she like other people? You know, I think she is a dog that likes people. She doesn't really care about other other critters that much. She's all about, like, where where where's mom going? Where's dad going? You know, that's what she all she cares about. And she's pretty, she, she's, she was very, very, she's quite shy actually. And but she's gotten better and better. I think she obviously was abused um, because when I first got her, um, she ran into the corner in the kitchen of my home and just stayed there kind of shivering. And I laid on the floor and just talked to her for hours until I could get close enough to pet her. And it took years before she would even let me pick her up. Um, But she's, all crazy in love now. And so, you know, all is well in the shock household. <laughs> and what was the, uh, what was the impetus of getting her at the time? And I'm sorry. It, and she's been with you now seven or eight yeah. years, you mentioned. Uh, eight years. Um, I, uh, well, I, I had, uh, I always, I have rescued dogs or a dog, one or two dogs at all times. And um, I, still had my last dog um with me at the time and um uh, and a a friend of mine said oh you know i uh her friends of hers were they were going out of town can you watch her dog while they're gone so i wound up watching the dog and of course i would never give the dog back i wasn't going to give the dog back once i got him and it it was the you know they were they were um um what do you call it with her um Oh, fostering. Um, they were, thank you. Whoa, that was a tough one. <laughs> they were fostering this little critter. And um, when I got her, I, I couldn't give her back. Oh, that's great. But I kept her. That's funny. I mean, it's. And that was eight years ago. Okay. It's funny that they came out to be a foster because when you first started telling the story, it's not like you, you dog sat and never gave the dog back. If I, if I did dog sit, I probably wouldn't give them back either. I mean, I get so attached. You know, I've had dogs my entire life from when I was a, born i mean the year i was born we got our first dog fritz and she died when i was 13 um anyway i've had dogs my whole life and i just couldn't imagine ever being without a, a dog yeah and i'm so happy that nowadays people people are adopting dogs like crazy thank god i mean really they're they're like our little guardian angels you know they're the best 
Yeah, I agree. And uh, part of this podcast is to celebrate them. But I think also at the same time, you know, during the pandemic, so many people wanted dogs and the shelters were at an all time low. But I think now that people are going back to work, unfortunately, there's been a rebound where the shelters are now getting dogs returned, which is, you know. And that drives me crazy because, you know, you don't take getting a dog lightly. Yeah. It's like having a kid, you know, I mean, oh, God, that pains me to think of them being teared away from, you know, their the person that they fall in love with. And then they put them back in a shelter. It's just dreadful. I hate that. Yeah. Don't get a dog unless you want to keep the dog for its lifetime. You know, it's yeah. not not at all fair. Well, I think more and more the, the, the rescues are doing a really good job now of communicating, um, you know, what it means to own a dog and, and actually preparing dogs to be better suited to be taken home. You know, they're doing a lot yeah, of behavioral right. training and you're right. You know, it's definitely evolved to be a much, a much smarter machine. I, I hate to call it a machine, you know, for lack of a better description, but they're doing, they're doing a great job. Things have changed in my lifetime so dramatically with the way treat, the way people treat their dogs and their cats, you know, or their companion animal, whatever it may be. And it's, it's a welcome change. Uh, things are much, much better for, for the critters. You know, they uh, are getting a lot of attention. I mean, here in San Francisco, uh, if you walk out the front door, everybody has a dog and a kid where I live. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is a really uh, friendly neighborhood for dogs and, uh, and children where, where, I, where I reside. Um, and so everybody's out every day walking their dog. Um, and lots of them around. That's nice. Nice to see. Which always makes me happy. Yeah, you bet. You bet. So growing up, you mentioned, you know, you had a dog from the time you were born to you were 13. What, what kind of dogs did you have growing up? Were they always, um, you know, random mix of breeds? and? Uh, no, it was a German Shepherd that my dad got. Um, and um, I don't, he got it from a friend or something. I don't remember a friend's. Yeah, their dog had pups, and dad, my dad got got Fritz, and that dog was part of the family, really part of the family, always in the house. And back then, we didn't have senses or anything, and Fritz yeah. would just sit on our front porch and race the cars that would go up and down the street, <laughs> run after their tires. Um, and it was a really, my neighborhood was just, it was idyllic, you know, um, where I grew up because. We'd sleep on the front porch. Nobody locked their door. This was in Baltimore, in a neighborhood called Dundalk. Okay. Uh, oh, I had a wonderful upbringing. Everybody, you know, in the neighborhood had dogs, and they'd all run around and play together and run up and chase the cars up and down the street. Were your parents dog people? Would you consider them dog lovers oh or my animal God, lovers? Of course. Oh, my God, of course. They, yeah, they, they loved animals, period. Like, I just remember growing up, some of the guys in the neighborhood some parents they would go deer hunting every season and my father we all thought that was horrible my father would never kill an animal um and i still feel that way i don't i understand what it's about but i don't like it um and and so i grew up in a in a family where we loved animals and we loved our dog especially you know mm-hmm. um i wasn't much of a cat person but if there was a cat that needed needed some rescuing and needed to be fed or have kittens on the back porch. We, we were the ones that, that would take any animal that was in distress. So right. um, that's the kind of, kind of family mom and that my mom and dad were, you know, just taught me to love animals. That's um, great. 
Yeah, so. So once you got into music, things started happening for you. And, you know, even as far as going into the Go-Go's and touring, was there ever a time when you purposely couldn't couldn't keep an animal or have a dog and you didn't have a dog? No, I, I, I when I go on tour, um, I'd have somebody watch my dog. Okay. Um, who, wherever, whoever. Actually, you know what? I got to say, in the beginning, in the 80s, in the early 80s, I did not have a dog because I was, that's when I first moved to L.A. and I was just trying to get my life situated. Right. So I didn't, I didn't have a dog at that period. But, you know, once I got, you know, once I did well and got a home and a yard, then I got a dog. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense to everybody, I think. <laughs> you, know? Like, you know? Yeah, it was a natural progression for me. I just, you know, I wanted to. Because I love dogs. Yeah. I just love them. What about now? Who who cares for Penny when you, you you seem to have a busy schedule, you know, if you're out of town? Um, I always, um, my partner Wendell watches Penny if I have to go somewhere, but I normally take her with me. She goes with us. Okay. Wherever we go. Like we just went to LA and, and she went with us to LA for two weeks and she's a great traveler. She loves driving in the car. I mean, she's just the best. She knows the routine. Um, dogs are so smart Yeah. or my little girl is anyway. Uh, she knows, she knows the minute you make a move exactly what's coming up next. Right. Um, she's like a, read your mind, you know? Right. She really does know what every move makes. That's funny. That's, that's nice. Nice to have around. And of course they, they all know, they know words. Like how many words do dogs know? It's triggered like 137 mm-hmm. words or something or 160 words. Dogs. Dogs are just so smart. We never gave them for the credit that is finally due. <laughs> little pets, little angels. Does she fly? I haven't taken her on a plane yet, actually. But um, I'm not the least bit worried about taking her on, uh, you know, uh, you know, flying um, because she's just so good. She just such, as long as she's with myself or with Wendell, she's happy no matter where we go. She just right. wants to be with us. Um, and so really, I don't think it matters. Um, and she's really good. She very seldom has ever had a little, made a mistake in the house. She always, you know, go, she runs to the door when she has to go to the bathroom. She, she just knows the routine. Like I said, she's a smart girl. Yeah. It sounds like it. Now, what happens when, you know, one day you leave and you come back as a rock and roll hall of fame drummer, Gina shock. You, does she treat you any differently? <laughs> well, she goes crazy, of course. But she goes crazy every time you walk out the door and come back in. Right. Um, you know, tail goes crazy and jumping up and down. And and you have to you have to put down, I have to put anything that I have in my arms. Or if I come in with anyone, I just have to stop and get down and pet her. Otherwise, she'll just go scream and holler and carry on until... I pay attention to her. Right. She, you know, you have to, whatever's going on has to stop the minute you walk in the door and all attention goes to Penny. Okay. She demands it. She demands of course. it. And we all know that dogs rule our home. I mean, you know, whoever you're, whatever kind of critter you have, when you come home, it's all about them. They are the boss. Yeah. They are in my house anyway, but she is anyway. <laughs> the, the smaller the dog, the bigger their ego. Personality. Isn't that the truth? The big ones are like little cuddle bugs. They just want to like want to be a little lap dog. Penny is, yeah, she's bossy and she does have a mind of her own. When she's had enough of, of loving, she'll just go and sit, her, sit in a chair or sit in her spot on the couch 
and she couldn't be bothered. But right. when she wants attention, boy, you better just give it to her. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Sounds a lot like my dog. She's independent. She's an independent girl. Yeah, it's good. I mean, she's independent. That's good. It shows that she gets yeah. enough love, you know? Now, I, I hear a lot of talk, um, you know, support animals or uh, emotional support dogs. Does she, does she act that way for you? You bet. Oh, yeah. She's, I mean, I have tags for her. She is definitely my companion dog. I, I take her everywhere. I mean, uh, she definitely calms me because I'm a, I'm a nervous Nelly to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she really does. You know, how can you not like chill out if you're, if you're loving on your dog? Yeah. Uh, you just, you forget about things and you just hug and kiss them and you, it, 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 it works wonders. <laughs> it really yeah. does. Now, when you were in the process of, of, of uh, creating your book, Made in Hollywood, All Access with the Go-Go's, yes. you know, is there times, you know, there's, there's times during the day where if I'm working two or three hours straight, I'll, I'll take what I call a, a Charlie break. That's my dog, Charlie. And I'll, you know, roll Aww. around with them and, you know, just, just to break the monotony of, of working, you know, is, is there something like that, that, that Penny, um, does she work that way for you sometimes when you're in the middle of a project? Yeah, she, she's always next to me. If I'm, no matter what I'm doing, she'll come into, or sometimes if she's like, first of all, let me tell you, here's, Interesting thing. Well, not interesting. It's just the way it is. Uh, Penny definitely is a rock star dog. She doesn't like to get out of bed before 9 a.m. I can tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> you know, if I, have to, if I have to get up and go somewhere, she'll actually lay in bed till like 11, or 11 o'clock <laughs> or 12. Right. She gets up when she feels like it. Um, and But she usually does follow me. Whatever room I go in, she's usually next to me. Um, and she'll lay there as long as I am working. She will sit right next to me. Right. That's great. Um, or next to my partner, Wendell, she'll sit next to him. Um, and if we, I sat there for eight hours, she wouldn't move. Yeah. That's nice. Well, that's... <laughs> I, I do have to finally, I, I finally have to get up and I do have to get up and make her come outside to go to the bathroom because she'll just sit there. Would she be happy to go on a, a long walk? I mean, I, I'm not calling her lazy, but is, is she active? Like if you took her... You know, if you if you were in the mood for a two hour walk, would she be all for it? Yeah, if I was ready to walk across the country, she'd do that. She's um, like I said, she just wants to go wherever I go. Yeah, and it really doesn't matter where that is. Yeah, and she's so good when when we go out to eat. Um, it, it, of course, if the restaurant lets her, I just put her on a chair and she just she she sits there for a minute, and then she just lays down on the chair. That's great. Do you, do you take her out quite often? Doesn't beg. She's not. She's not bad. She's not bad in that way. She she does not beg. She'll sit there and mind her own business while we're eating. She knows her place. She does. Do you do that often? Uh, excuse me. Do you take her out to dinner often? Uh, yeah, sure. When we go out to dinner, she usually goes. Not unless we're like going to some really swanky place, and then I'll let her stay home. I mean, it's terrible when you walk to the door immediately her head goes down like you just beat her to half to death and she acts like you know she's yeah she knows does your does charlie pull that on you when you go to the, go to walk out the door oh my god he's got severe uh separation anxiety oh and he he's if i put on my shoes he starts to like circle and right right 
there's certain cues he just knows and he, you know, he loves car rides. So, you know, if there's any indication, I'm, you know, the keys, once he hears the keys, forget about it. It's, it's a madhouse. The keys, same thing with Penny or the shoes. She knows exactly what that means. And then she just sort of follows me around as always. And when, when I go to that door, just the head goes down to the floor and usually she gets underneath of a table and sits there like, like I, like I, you know, was doing something horrible. Right. Um, and I have to talk to her for a while and tell her to stay and that I'll be back. And it's horrible. Yeah. They make you feel so guilty <laughs> for leaving. It's, you know, that's just another way how they're very smart. They know how to, they know how to manipulate us. Oh God. They totally control. <laughs> oh my God. They control, control the house for sure. But I, but you know, you just, you love them so much. You do anything. Yeah, for sure. Now, how is her health? I know through Instagram that she had an operation back in June. Is she doing okay? Oh, my God. What an ordeal we went through. Um, I took her in to have a little, you know how dogs, when they get older, they get those lumpy, fat lumps on their side. And yeah. She had one, and, you know, I was watching, and it was getting a little bit bigger. And the reason that I wanted to have it taken off is because it was attached to her rib cage, and it was getting bigger. So we, we took her in to have that removed, came to the surgery fine. And then within three or four days, well, actually four days later, I woke up in the morning and to like this horrible, horrible smell and her side had burst open, right? Not, not where the wound was, not where the uh, surgery was, the incision, but right next to it, it had burst open. Oof. And a horrible foul smell took her in right back to the vet, and they thought she had a staph infection. Um, and Wendell, my partner, she got on the internet and immediately was looking up everything to try to figure out what this was. And he said, Gina, I think it is, I forget the name of it, it's a flesh eating disease. Oh no. And the vet said, like, we had never seen anything like this. All the, all the doctors at, at my vet, uh, we're all trying to put their heads together, trying to figure it out. And eventually they did say that it was that flesh eating disease, which is usually that means your dog's not going to, you know, it's fatal nine out of 10 times. For sure. Um, We were freaked out. We had to watch her. We were on shifts and this is no lie. We were on 24 hour shifts for one month. Oh my God. We were so tired. We couldn't sleep. I would take from nine in the morning till nine at night. And one day would be from nine at night till 9 a.m. And we would just watch her because she couldn't scratch it. She couldn't lick it. She couldn't touch it. I mean, and it was, speaking of touch, it was touch and go. You know, uh, we were taking her to the vet once or twice every week uh, to look at it, trying so many different antibiotics. And two months later, my God, she is finally better. And it was two months of being a nervous wreck, both of us, but actually a month where we just, we were, Constantly had to watch her 24 hours a day, and it was tough. That's crazy. And that little angel, she pulled through. She pulled through, and she's okay. Finally, she's back to herself. And that was only like about two or two weeks ago. You know, when she really started to to be herself again, it was it took a lot out of her. Well, hats off to you and and your partner for your dedication. I mean, that's really sweet of you guys to sacrifice so much of. Oh, that's our child. That's our, our kid. You know, we, you have to do what you have to do. Um, and 
Yeah, it was a rough time, but oh, Jesus, thank God. She's good now. She's just great. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear that because you had, um, <laughs> this isn't a criticism, but you had that picture of her incision and mentioned that it may have been infected and then, or it might have been cancerous. And then there was no follow-up, at least on Instagram. So I was curious, I was hoping that that would be a, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's a, things are working out. Well, because what it turned into, yeah, what it turned into was, first of all, mind-blowing. Um, because dogs usually don't, it's very rare that they get that, they get that flesh eating disease called flesh. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to pronounce it, whatever. Um, and so uh, when I would say that everybody could no, dogs, they, like I said, rarely get it, but she got it. Nice. And, um, scary. Oh, how scary. Very. Yeah. But she's better. She's better now. Happy, happy to hear that. Happy to hear that. Thanks, Tim. Uh, yeah. Now, um, in terms of your your bandmates in the Go Go's, do does anybody else have an affinity for animals like you? Oh, they everybody everybody in our band is an animal person. We all uh, support, you know, any uh, organizations that that are you know to take care of animals, mm-hmm. dogs, cats, elephants, dolphins, whales, sharks, anything you can you know. I mean, really, uh, yeah. There's a lot of charities that I give to and. And um, probably three quarters of them are for animals. Right. That's great. Um, great to hear. Yeah, you know, come on. We we take a lot from this planet, and and of course we're all environmentalists, and you know, and and we all we all love our animals, and everybody like Jane. She lives in Hawaii, and she she has like a, a practically a farm. She has all sorts of critters, and Belinda usually has a dog. Right now, I don't think she has any, though, because she's traveling so much. But she's always had dogs. Charlotte has, has a dog. Kathy's got Tuck. And um, um, she has three uh, cats, I think. Yeah. Okay. We are animal lovers, that's for sure. Great to hear. Fantastic. Well, listen, I can wrap this up. We wrap up every show with what I'm calling the Zoomies, which are five quick questions to wind things down. Sure. Um, the first question is do you kiss Penny on the mouth? Yes. And then all over her body. Okay. I kiss her everywhere and kiss her <laughs> in the mouth. Yeah. That's terrible. Cause they lick their butt. That, <laughs> well, I don't think you're kissing her butt. Are you? No, 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 no. Not that area. Not that oh, area. I, I, okay. I, I kiss I, her a, paws but, and kiss her ears. Right. You know, <laughs> Actually, I, I went the wrong way with that. I wasn't thinking that you were saying they they lick their butt and then they kiss you. I was thinking no, when you they- said I kiss them all over and then <laughs> no. you, okay. All right. I don't mean to take it there. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Question two is, besides yourself, has Penny licked anyone famous? Yes. Who? <laughs> I want to talk about my famous so friend. Uh is it a, a, a long list or a... Oh, I don't know. Whoever I come in contact with. Um, lots of people that I know. Yeah, she, yeah. She gets to be very friendly. Um, you know... Once, Do you take her to studios and stuff? Yeah, I take her with me. Like I say, yes. And she, she's like, she's really shy at first, but of course everybody has to win her over. And so they, you know, until she actually starts coming closer to you um 
you know, they'll try to entice her with a treat or whatever. Um, but the minute that, that, that you actually, that she allows you to pet her, then she won't leave you alone. Right. But yes, she and my, my friends, many who are in the many actors and many musician friends. Yeah. Whoever I'm around, she loves up on them after a while. All right. Good to hear. Question three is if she's in the, in the world of rock and roll, would she be, you know, would you categorize her as a fan, a groupie, a critic, a roadie, a manager, Ooh. a producer? Uh, what would I, where, how would I, what would I categorize her as? Um, um, she is a go-getter boy. When she puts her mind to something, she's going to do that. Uh, Although she does listen really well too, she is obedient. Um, hmm. I'm not sure where that puts her. <laughs> she's yeah, a I don't know maybe, either because she's maybe she's first, a she, she she's could, a she's yeah, a runner she could for wear a studio. Many different hats, Tim. <laughs> Tim, she could wear a lot of different hats. Let's put it that way. She okay. could be a producer. She could be the manager. She could be a singer or a drummer. It's like whatever works, she'll do. It's like me. <laughs> yes. You know, you know, your animal. they do, your animals are like you. Your animals look, start to look, you, you and your animals start to look alike. And yeah, it's true. All that. I hope so. I'll be, I'll become much better looking if I look, look more like my dog. <laughs> okay. Oh, question God. four is, uh, well, it used to be, do you have a dog voice? But everyone has a dog voice. Can we hear your dog voice? My dog, or how do I talk to my dog? Yes. Oh, I do baby talk. You know, it's embarrassing. And you know what? <laughs> I always used to think when I would see somebody, like you hear somebody doing baby talk with her animal, I'd think, oh, what a, look at that damn fool. Oh, what a nitwit, right? Yes. And of course I do that and have done that. And it's, yeah, it's like I talk to her, my baby girl, my little angel baby. That's baby, too funny. Pretty girl, smartest girl, prettiest girl on the planet, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> right. Smartest, funny, I think prettiest. I think the episode I have up now that while we're talking, um, my guest said the same thing. She's like, I hated when people used a dog voice and then I got a dog and had a dog voice. Yeah. Very it's funny. The baby voice. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Last question is question number five. And that's just um, what dog organization or charity um, just would you like to call out just to call attention to say they're doing a great oh job. Oh my God. I call out to any, anybody, every organization and person on this planet that takes care of dogs and gives them a better life. I love you all and bless you all for doing the right thing. Um, in my neighborhood here in my hood, uh, uh, there's rocket dog rescue and there's Muttville, which I, I absolutely love because uh, Muttville is all about taking care of seniors. You know, and, and, and oh, I got to tell you, Tim, when I first started, when I first started rescuing dogs, you know, I'd mm -hmm. go to the pound and try to save some little angel. Um, the first thing I learned was, you know, because you, you naturally walk over to the puppies and they were like, they told the guy that worked there said, don't bother with the puppies. They'll get taken. It's the old ones that we put down every day. And then that started me on my mission in 1990. I, 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 I take old dogs. I go after the old ones. Yeah. Um, because I feel like they give their, their life, uh, you know, being with someone and then, you know, for whatever reason, they might get rid of them or, and I, I, that it's like, so I'm all about rescuing old dogs. Um, 
because they deserve to have a good life until they close their eyes finally. Um, And so they do have sad stories because they are either surrendered and sometimes you're, they're surrendered, you know, it's, it's nobody's fault, but you know, whether it's a death in the family or a, a family who's going through transition, but it's like, just to put yourself in their position where they've been with a family for yeah. two, three, four, ten for, years. Yeah, and, I mean, it, that's, that breaks my heart. And so Muttville, the organization here, uh, is, is all about uh, rescuing older older dogs, which great. I have, has a real, real place in my heart for that, you know. Um, yeah. And you know, they, and when you rescue a dog, they know you rescued them. They, they, they're just, they just know. Yeah, they've got that look they're in their eyes too, and they'll give it to you. You bet. We yeah. love our little babies, our little critters. <laughs> well, Gina Shock, you are a Hall of Fame musician and author. You're a question on Jeopardy. You're a true icon, and I can't thank you enough for giving me your time to talk about <laughs> oh my God. your dog. And Tim, I need, I need you to do my introduction all the time, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy wow. to. I'd be happy to. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. Thank you so much, and thank you for what you do, and to everybody that, that has a dog. You're, you're good. You're a good person. Take care of that dog. It's your best friend. They're the I best. Will. Likewise, and thank you for your work and all of you've done, too. You bet. Anytime, Tim. I appreciate it. Thanks, sweetheart. Wow. How great was that? Thanks so much to Gina Schock of the Go-Go's for coming on the show and sharing her dog, Penny, with us. You can keep up with the busy world of Gina at her website, ginashock.com, and find tour dates, news, and her book, Made in Hollywood, All Access with the Go-Go's. The rescue organizations she mentioned are Rocket Dog Rescue, whose mission is to save dogs from abuse, neglect, and death at overcrowded shelters and place them into loving homes. They can be found at rocketdogrescue.org. The other is Muttville, who reach out to senior dogs at risk, giving them the care they need and finding them loving forever homes. Discover more of all the great work they do at muttville.org. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's listeners like yourselves that allow me to attract guests like Gina. So thank you for your continued support. We'll be back next week with another new episode. So we hope you join us again then. So long, everybody.